Hi, everyone. Pastor Galen, lead pastor at Shine Hills Church. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We hope that these podcasts will be a real encouragement to you on your spiritual journey. You can also connect with Shine Hills at shinehills.org. Hope you enjoy the program. We are across the street and around the world. Cheyenne Hills. You get a theme going on here. It's like Noah and the dinosaurs. Every time we talk, we end up talking about Noah and amazed with that guy. God was really amazed with him. And uh, and then we t- we're amazed with the dinosaurs. Every time we're, we get up talking, we talk about the flood, we talk about the dinosaurs, we talk about... So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in. You know, one thing that amazes me is that somewhere along the line, it was socially acceptable to have Noah's Ark as a theme for a nursery for your baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really kind of dark when you think about it that you know it God looks really cute it. on the picture but that is interesting you know? i have never thought that because you're true it's right you have all these cute little figurines and this yeah. is a that's uh-huh. interesting yeah my kids even have one of those little people arcs i mean oh, yeah. they don't play with it no, anymore I, we big, did i did too yeah. sure yeah it just, that is fascinating we don't really necessarily and, and think the, about it the song you know the rain came down and the floods came up yeah yeah for sure it's a little kid song yeah it's like oh nice god just destroyed everything Oh my gosh, you think about it, you play that out in your head and you go, yeah, that was, that was terrifying. I mean, you talk about, I mean, I think water, yeah, I've gone to the ocean. I, I grew up in Kansas, which is about as far from the ocean as you can get. Um, and I went, you know, I've been to Hawaii and stuff and I'm, you know, the, the, the waves, the, the ma- the vastness of the ocean, it's, it's mm. bigger than it's, I'm just not used to it. You know, I get out in the ocean and it's like, Wow. I've, I've had enough, you know, I've, I've seen the whales. That's good. Let's go back in. And, um, but it's just ocean to me is just, gosh, it's just big and it's powerful, and frightening and yeah. powerful and water. And, and to think this, this place where this ark was, then all of a sudden became a, just this torrential rain and the fountains of the deep, which I'm glad Ken's here to explain it to us. And, and all, I mean, you can imagine that it's just terrifying. <laughs> And like you're saying, we have these in our nurseries. <laughs> that is that is really kind of funny now that you, I'm never going to get that out of my head. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. All right, here we go. Genesis chapter 7. I think I think we left off in verse 6. Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters came upon the earth, and Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with, them, with him went into the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Of clean animals and of animals that are not clean, and of birds and of everything that creeps along the ground, two and two, male and female, went into the ark with Noah, as God had commanded Noah, just like the song says, animals came on two by two, right? So that's what, there's where that comes from. Verse 10, and after seven days, the waters of the flood came upon the earth. Verse 11, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the seventh day of the month, on that day, all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were opened. And the rain fell upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And on the very same day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife, and the three uh, wives of his sons with them entered the ark, and every beast according to its kind, and all the livestock according to their kind, and every creeping thing according that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, every winged creature. They went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh, uh, in which there were there was a breath there was breath of life, and those that entered the ark, male and female, turn my page, of all the flesh went into the went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. All right, there's the there's the door, right? 
So it's for seven days, they were, you know, they loaded up the ark and they were telling, this is kind of a retelling of what we've seen all through chapter seven. And um, there was this kind of this seven day period that I think you're right. I think there was a time of, of man, anybody, you're, seriously, you can come, it's going to rain. And it just mocked him. Could you imagine? It's just like, you are an idiot. We've watched you for a hundred years build this thing and still think you're an idiot. Now you got these animals, which is amazing. I don't, that had to amaze some people, I would think. Yeah, Man, that's kind of an amazing feat. I mean, how did you do this? Well, God did it. Yeah. I don't know what he said. That's what I would I'm think he said. But uh, they were they would have had to be at least intrigued and to see what was going on out there or some reports, some spies. I don't know how that how this all happened. But uh, they definitely had the opportunity. And then God said, on the day, the fountains of the deep and then the windows of heaven. So tell us, I know what windows of heaven, that's like a torrential downpour. Mm-hmm. What are the fountains of the deep? What do you think that is? Well, obviously, we don't know exactly, but um, some creationist scientists have speculated that there there was a massive amount of subterranean water, and we know from earlier in Genesis, I mean, about the steam come up, or, or the, the mist, the mist coming up, and yeah. then also the the water there flowing out of Eden, and then dividing into four rivers. I yeah. mean, it was, and so it would have been not a small spring. I mean, it some coming up and then dividing uh, into four rivers. That gotcha. would have been a massive amount of water coming Good out. Good thought right there. But it, there, it was kind of a static situation, and then something caused it to lose that stasis. I mean, that steady um, situation, that steady condition, and suddenly it, it breaks forth. And uh, people that don't believe in Noah's flood and stuff have said, well, how there's not enough rain. How could it? How right. could it flood that much? But they haven't read the text carefully. It didn't say it was only rain that came down right. from above. But fountains of the deep. The fountains of the deep burst forth. So and, it didn't, and they don't ooze forth. They burst yeah, forth. Yeah, that's true. On that day, yeah. that's, I bet they saw these huge, massive rifts. I mean, you think about the Rift Valley that goes north to south. You think about this. I don't know what that, that rift is in the Atlantic Ocean, but that's, a, that's one of the fountains that, mm-hmm. that people think might have been one of the fountains of the deep because it, it caused the continents to divide. The but let's go. Trench. Yeah. What's it called? The Marianas Trench. Does it go all the way through? Yeah, is that I the think one? it's yeah. pretty long, and it's yeah. the deepest point on oh, in the ocean, I believe. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anyway, there there was probably. So let's go back to before the trenches open. What do you think the, what do you think the Earth looked like? Uh, I suspect, and, and from reading different creation scientists, that that the mountains were not as high as right. as we have now. I agree. And it was one large continent. Right. So so all the land was massed together and you're yeah. connected together. That's which, what that's which, what I believe. Too. Which would have made no problem. You know, sometimes people like, well, how could the kangaroos have come from Australia to... Yeah. It, it w- Australia was part of the whole large continent, the supercontinent. Right. And, right. and so it was just walking across ground that God, you know, walking across the, the earth... To get to Noah's Ark when and God so brings them, this whole picture of the of the mist that came up and watered the. I mean, there probably was this, probably uh, probably didn't see the bright sunshine. Probably was cloudy. Probably a canopy of clouds. Probably, uh, you know, kind of Amazon rainforest is what I picture. I don't know some throughout the whole world, right? Yeah, would it, that canopy cover would have made it more of a greenhouse effect, right? So it would have been. Uh, Pretty even temperature right. around the whole Probably globe. Probably good uh, for so you can live six hundred years and and not you know have your have, be sunburned and you know have wrinkles and everything like we do because of the sun. Now the um so 
So then these fountains of the deep. Now, I've heard that when these fountains burst forth, that these these uh, plates that we, that's what divided these continents that we see. Because if you can look at a globe, you can see how everything kind of could mash back in and fit together. Mm-hmm. And have these fountains come up. There could have been several, like this, uh, you know, the Rift Valley or whatever. They could have been several of these fountains that just burst forth with all this water and pushed these plates apart. And to your point, didn't have mountains at the time, but when they they push the plates apart, then I've had a, I've heard a creation scientists talk about it. It's like a napkin. If you just push a napkin along a uh, a table and then stop the front edge of that napkin, it's just going to pile up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happens if you look at the sediments. That's what it looks like. It just piles up and breaks, and we see this we see the sedimentary rock underneath exposed. Um, I don't know. It's the best explanation I've seen. I, I don't know what. Do you have any thoughts on any of uh, well, any of those? Yeah, with um, with folding um, going along I eighty when you're about twenty miles on this side of Rock Springs. Okay, uh, we were working a job in in Rock Springs. We would go there several times, and I noticed the first time, and so I watched for every time there is a place where it is that, like you said, napkin folding. Yeah, where all these layers and they go along like this, and then suddenly at one point it goes up like that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the well, even listeners even, can't see that, but yeah, <laughs> but even the mountains. I mean, you know, just just to think, think this thing's moving along pretty quickly. I mean, they say these tectonic plates could move, you know, relatively quickly, not like inch over bazillion years. It's like it can move relatively quickly, and with that inertia, and then it finally hits a place where it can't move anymore, and then the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, just piled up in this huge line across it. I've seen them redo this and show how it could happen. And you see the water in the down in the lower plates and stuff and how it could possibly uh, scoot along. I, th- I think it's fascinating. It, it, makes, it makes sense. And then because it explains some things, like why do we have dinosaurs here in Wyoming? It doesn't look like this was a very, uh, didn't have a lot of vegetation, but maybe obviously way back then it, they, they did. Uh, there's, there's shark's teeth in the middle of Kansas. On, on our on our on our place, there was people that would come out and hunt shark's teeth, and found lots of them mm-hmm. in the middle of Kansas. How do you get sharks? That's to me, it's always amazed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, that's because of the flood. It doesn't amaze me because I, I can believe it. The flood was there, and they this was a pool that probably was the last one of them that dried out, and it's up along the Smoky Hill, and, and so you could see how it would, could drain out eventually. But some of these sharks are, you know didn't make it obviously and they were they were uh, their teeth were the, the animals weren't necessarily fossilized but the teeth are still there on the ground so it's a i don't know it's just an amazing picture trying to figure out all these pieces it's really quite the detectives work to try to piece it all back together yeah uh dr timothy clary has done some work on he's taken 1500 drillings uh, or the evidence or the data from from oil drillings oh, and okay. gas drillings, okay. you know, when they 1,500 around, and he has analyzed uh, the sediments and the layers, and he's, you know, they, they can um, chart out that this massive layer was laid down, and then another layer was laid down. Right. And, and he has concluded that through Colorado, up through Wyoming, up into... Um, going up into the Dakotas and even up into Canada was maybe one of the highest points left. And the, the large dinosaurs would have enough strength. They'd be wading through okay. the rising water and where other animals had been swept away already by the rising tsunamis. And, but they 
have have had lasted up until and that's this why they area, got buried here, and then they got buried here. Interesting is what, is what his theory is. That's which makes good sense. They found places where there are ten thousand uh, footprints and no young. It was all. Oh, the adults. Uh, it was all adults. Oh, because so, wow. so they're big enough to they can yeah, stand the higher the, waters. Apparently, the young w- were swept away, or, or you know, they couldn't keep up. This makes me want to get all that uh, those videos and things I've watched. Uh, Answers in Genesis has done a lot of these things. Mount St. Helens is a big part of the proof of this. And it's just if people could just look at this, they go, "Wow, the, the, there's a flood. Um, no question, there's a flood in the Book of Genesis. Uh, not everybody believes it." Um, not every has in, in their nursery have Noah in the <laughs> ark, but um, I think it's a it's a huge proof. And then Jesus says, you know, he refers to Noah as Noah. You know, in, in the times of Noah, yeah. so shall the son, coming of the Son of Man be. So it has a lot to do with us today. We're we're looking and saying, well, Lord, is this a, is this time? And it's like, well, uh, what was it like in the times of Noah? And there wasn't anybody <laughs> except Noah that was obedient. They got on the ark. I think it's important. I think it's important to maybe to obey God. I don't know. You think it's a big deal? I think it's bigger than we even know. I think so, too. We're going to continue on in Genesis. Thanks for joining us.